Hello and welcome to the Non-Chasers, the Sportsbet Greyhound Racing Podcast. You might have noticed my voice is a little bit clearer this week after Gunner stepped on the cord last week and fainted. <laughs> of course, I'm your host, Paddy Garshag, and I'm joined by Gunner and Squirrel. Welcome, fellas. Great to be here, Paddy. How are you, Paddy? And just off the top of the show, Gunner, I must point out an avid listener of ours has pointed out that Mapunga Blazer, you absolutely <laughs> landed as your, your lay of the week last week, and it ended up running the track record. So, absolute fire from you and uh, superb stuff from uh, Mick Floyd. Uh, yeah. From, yeah, yeah. Uh, Young little down, up and coming, uh, making his way through the ranks. <laughs> Uh, letting us know, we, uh, we we enjoy that. It's yep. uh, it's fantastic to see. That's and, what uh, we do. And, That's and what we do here. We uh, we identify <laughs> runners that we want to lay, and we watch them break track records in the oh, process. How but, good uh, is that? That, that's there's got to be a name for that. that you, is, you, you choose to look. It's <laughs> the cooler, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the blowtorch is on Andrew Gunnar. No, well, you, you choose to look at it as uh, someone potting me on social media. I choose to look at it as we've got at least one listener. So that, that's how I'm rolling with it. I love it. I just sort of hover over there on my personal account and see the people <laughs> chopping in and I just hover over the like button and give it a nice little press. It's very, uh, it's very enjoyable, I'll tell you uh, that much. No, we, we enjoy the banter, so honestly, if anyone oh, yeah. wants to wants, Bring to, it on. wants yeah. to get on and, um, yeah, and give us some feedback, then yeah. by all means, all keep, for it. keep it clean. All for it. <laughs> Boys, let's talk about the, uh, the Winter Cup, of course, uh, tomorrow night up in uh, Brizzy. Um, a couple of big names not getting through to the, to the big dance, but... Uh, on the other side, a, well, a couple of big names getting through. So um, we'll start with that. Uh, the big name of, of it all is, of course, the lay of the week last week, the Punga Blazer, <laughs> uh, running track records just because uh, just because uh, he can. Um, is he going to win the, uh, the the Winter Cup? Uh, gonna. Oh, I think so. Um, yeah, there's not available underneath it and Joyce Rumble, they're, they're both railers uh, and then hasten slowly on its outside and it's Dylan. We'll probably give it a bit of room early. Uh, it took a couple of strides to get into its work uh, last week, but once it did, it, its run home time was phenomenal and, uh, yeah, broke down a double ones track record by almost two lengths. It was an absolutely super run. It um, looks like it's come back a bit of dog, doesn't it, Simon? That's, yeah, that's what I said. We're both in the office uh, watching it and um, it's frightening how well it's come back from injury because I think it is, yeah, I think it's going better than it ever has. So, um if he can, if he can stay sound, he'll pick up some really good races uh, leading up to the spring. Well, weighing in at thirty three point seven kegs, <laughs> so I mean, the ultimate just a, just five twenty distance ball of muscle, yeah. Punga Blazer. Now run us through it, Gunner. I mean, you did sort of say it's going to be a bit of a theme of the show that you laid this thing, and it's now all of a sudden the dollar seventy five pop to win the Winter Cup. Yep. You were watching it the other night, Dan. What happened in the race? When did you think, oh, I've, I've made a mistake here, this thing ain't losing? About five strides into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only the only thing I'll uh, – the only saving grace, the only thing that I've got to hold my hat on uh, to what happened was that it did drift in the market a little bit. So obviously the market thought it was a little bit too short, but um, I thought it was, it was going to find some traffic early and, and maybe make its way through, but it just jumped better than everything else. Uh, all the other seven dogs, for one reason or another, were extremely slow out compared to what they usually show, uh, and there's nothing in the field uh, that could go with it. So it was, uh, it was an outstanding run. Great stuff. Now, not available out of my favoured five box, the $4 chance, the second favourite of us. Do we give do we give him any chance to, uh, to to jag it? Well, last week we loved him because he was in his favourite box in one, so he didn't let the punters down. I think we both declared him as a moral and he looked like a moral. He 
jumped really well and he was, nothing was going to run him down. Um, but, yeah, from this box, it's a completely different story. He's going to look for the rail. Um, there's a bit of speed there to, to sort of hold him up early. So um, I can see him running top three. Um, like He's a great dog. And he has, I think, one from the six up at Albion. Um, but he won't be leading like he did last week. And, um, yeah, it's a pretty competitive field, so a lot tougher here. Now, you mentioned the... Well, we did on the non-chasers. Well, you specifically said this is an absolute mole. I think Garner uh, as well, Last yeah. week, Garner, yeah. and, of course, not available, saluted. Um, I think last week you could have got around the $5 mark if you went the all-in yep. into it. But now you can only sort of get four bucks, so you're not really being rewarded for, for value there. Yeah, no. Probably succumb to the, the to the box draw. Yeah, it's yeah. the box draw. If yeah. you draw on the one... Um, really different story in yep. price, but yeah, that five box is going to be. I know it's your favourite, Patty, but it's <laughs> going to be a lot harder for a dog lot not available from that box. And that's part of all in betting, uh, as we touched on last week. If you had have taken the price last week and it and it drew box one, we would have got great value. But you just don't know where they where they're going to land after the box draws done and. Um, Oh, there'd be every punter out there would have been on the receiving end of a bad luck story of an all-in bet. It's, it's the great game, isn't it, mate? Yeah. Yep. Now there are a few uh, runners that have got into this final field that you mentioned last week. Uh, that you could have got some nice value in the uh, in the all-ins. Do you want to fill us in what's made it in through here? Yeah. So we touched on Jury that was in not available's race. It, it did look a, a good chance to run second. So that was twenty to one before uh, the all-in. Um, it's Dylan was one that we really highlighted. It was 150 to one when the markets first went up, and then it got backed into 50 to one, and and now it's a an eight dollar chance in the final. Uh, and it is a it is a live chance. It, it's really well drawn. It, it maps well. If uh, if any of the uh, favourites make make a mistake early, then it's Dylan will be right in there. So you'll you'll be getting a run for your ticket. Uh, so this. Not always, but a lot of the time there is some value in the all-in markets if you if you shop around and have a bit of a look early. Has it still in won anything of of notice before? It's mainly a Queensland dog. It's uh, it still hasn't had a huge amount of starts into its uh, career. Uh, can run super time up at Albion, so I'll be interested to see if they do travel it around and and run it in some feature events. Very good, fellas. Anything. Else that can, can come up and spring a surprise here in the, in the Winter Cup, or do you reckon it's probably going to be out of those three or four that you that you've outlined? I think jury's the question mark. Uh, it shifts up the track a little bit. It used to be dynamite from box one, but it's got two railers on its outside. But it is having its third start back from injury, uh, so it's one that might be able to hold the rail. And if it can find some of its old form, it could run a bit of a cheeky race. Uh, Mapunga Blazer you know, writes its own ticket. Uh, I don't really want to back it at odds on, but I don't want to bet against it. I'd probably rather have an each way bet on it, Dylan, and, and hope for a bit of luck. And I always like to lo- ask about the uh, Nigerian and French flags, boys. <laughs> if they can get into the race, are they any sniff? Well, Benali's got some ability, but I, just, I think he's shown that at the 500 went against a really sharp field that. Just makes a few too many mistakes to to overcome them to win. Uh, Catch me, Curly is very professional. Does a lot of things right and will always put itself into the into the better half of the of the finishes. But yeah, I couldn't really entertain them as um, as a winning ticket. Very good. Well, we'll put the uh, the Winter Cup. Uh to the side for now. Obviously, some great analysis, and uh, that's going to be uh, all guns blazing come tomorrow night, obviously Thursday night at Albion Park, race eight, I believe, on the card. Yes. But I want to talk about the dog that sort of made the limelight last week, Sherbini. Um, 
I mean, our traders were, were very keen on it. We were, we had the we had the value bet of how much it can win by, and we were we were really thought it was a, as a big chance. And then it sort of stepped out and and just didn't fire a shot and and finished fourth. I mean, a bit disappointing when when all eyes were on, isn't it? Yeah, it's um, it's not not really something that I like to make a habit of uh, backing these dogs that you know are going to get a long way back in a field. Um, all they have to do is find one mistake or or one check, and then their race is sort of you know one and run. But uh, yeah, who knows? It could come out and fall out of the boxes again next start and round them up. It's it's just going to be one of those dogs. I think it's um, you just got to be careful with what price you take, and and I'd really be assessing what time you think the leader in that race can run, and then you can work out. Well, I know exactly where Shabini's going to be. Do I think it can run the time to run down the leader, and and then yeah, assess your your betting strategy based on that? Has there ever been a race where all the dogs are those back markers and they all just want to <laughs> go go to the back? And I love where your head gets, gets to in these <laughs> conversations. I just, I just want to know what happens if they all just want to sit at the back and it's just like a like one of those what is that cycling event around the Velodrome when they all just sort of sit back and is then all of a sudden the, they speed up for the last race? Is it the kid? Yeah. You know the one I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. It's yeah. like a yeah. cat, it's cat, mouse, cat and mouse. Cat yeah. and mouse. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great to well, see? <laughs> add that, add the hurdles. I mean, we've got the, we've got the bloody Greyhound well, Olympics we, we Mick, could post here. Mick Floyd an avid listener, as we m- mentioned, maybe he could uh, put something together at Sandown. To- I'm starting to wonder how much Mick Floyd's just chipped you on the side here. Uh, <laughs> uh, screw, that's two mentions now. <laughs> maybe we could start grading them based on their first sectional time rather than their overall oh, time. Go. I like that. Very good. Super stuff. Boys, of course, we are going to talk about the uh, Bendigo Cup, which is on Friday night. But before we do, we do like to dedicate a little bit of time to our favourite boondog which is, of course, Pico Can, another win. We're five from five now. Now, when do our well, – my head's already turning, the non-chasers' heads are already turning, but when should the public stand up and go, this dog is a genuine star? I, I think uh, we've seen on its times that we think it's already a genuine star based on when the Victorian dogs go down there for the Hobart Thousand that it can compete with uh, the Victorians. Um, but, yeah, we're waiting for it to either come over to Victoria – um, or otherwise it's a long wait to the Hobart Thousand in the year when we'll actually see it against some absolute top quality. So um, if Grubby's listening or anyone <laughs> connected to Grubby, if they could pass Harry. <laughs> if they could pass on to bring bring him uh, or bring her over for some of these country cups like Bendigo Cup, like throw it in the deep end and just see what it's see what it can do. That's what I would have done. But um I generally shoot for the stars, uh, so yeah, that's that's my theory. But yeah, it'd be great to see uh, her over on the mainland soon. And the other thing is, is that the times that it's running, it's during the depths of a Hobart winter mm-hmm. as well. It's cold, the, exactly. Yeah, and the, the the track record that uh, above all set down there, that was uh, it's always held close to Christmas, the Hobart Thousand. Yeah. So you got a different set of uh, weather conditions compared to this time of year. Mm. Do, you, do you reckon that makes a, a big difference? The, the chilly, cold air. As opposed to the warm. You remember going for a run on a on a oh. winter's morning as opposed to a summer's morning. I suppose. Yep, that uh, makes a bit of sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but like if it's really hot, surely that that takes a, a lot out of him. 
Oh, the, the track's I'd, drier, the air's yeah. the air's not as dense. I mean, there's there's a lot of lot of things that go into it. So. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Scientific uh, gunner put to the test again, <laughs> just like when I asked about the uh, <laughs> the uh, reserves. How they oh, mate, I've actually got the yeah, answer. Oh, here we go. Beautiful. Yeah, because uh, we had our little hiatus. Uh, yeah, the week after, I didn't uh, have the figures for you, but I'm glad you're sitting down, Patty. <laughs> So I looked at the figures. Yeah. I only went back about 14 months of data. But this, this is super. I'm so when they make the field, um, now this is across all races, this isn't just finals, so I'd have to dig a little bit deeper for you if we just looked at finals, but um, across the board their actual win rate's about 6%. So a lot lower than their what their actual. That's that's a lie. <laughs> so six percent for a reserve for a reserve to win a race at six percent across all races in the last fourteen. Look months. at his face; he's devastated. We should have brought in black armbands. Six percent, that. That, that is awesome. Wow. So yeah, that and that's and that's and that's nine and ten. Yep, nine and ten, mate. I would have thought it would be up one in five. Well, no, not quite, mate. No. You, need not to, quite. you need to be taking yeah. sort of 16, 17. And this is what I think. I, I, I had the theory at the time. I think they just stand out because yep. you're not used to them um, seeing them in the race and uh, winning. So, yeah. Well, there's no – I'm sure there's no feeling like putting your host back in the uh, back in his place <laughs> and, you, and you well and truly have. But, Paddy, uh, it's great. School. Come to us with all your yep. theories because well, I, uh, I, we I, can then go away and – Get the actual figures and then come back to you. And I stand by it. There will be people out there who would have had the similar feeling to me, and oh. that is that is data that you will oh. not get anywhere else. I'll tell you what. I'll chases. tell you what. That theory is the same as it's the same theory as. Oh, geez, how often do you see the outsider win oh. in a small field? Because heard, if you I, look at the data, it doesn't back it up whatsoever. I've heard them all. I've heard. I've heard people who only back ones and eights because. They hot wings. Back, yeah, hot wings. Yeah. Have you got any data off the top of your head for the hot wings? Or? Well, yeah. Uh, box one across all tracks and distances does have a higher win rate than all other boxes. Yep. So that's um, probably you expected. Will, yeah, you will back more winners um, if you if you back just solely the box one compared to backing solely box two or three, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, it does come down to track and distance as well. So some tracks and distances will have a you know a win rate maybe upwards of twenty percent for a box one. Um, but others will be around the normal win rate of, you know, sort of 13%. So, Paddy, it's uh, it's just one of those things. Boxers do win races, though. And, they do. And one does win more than any I'm other. I'm going to go away and next week come back with questions all about box number five because I want to know all the answers <laughs> and yep. all the science behind why I like box number five. All right. Anyway, <laughs> we are well and truly <laughs> uh, running in all sorts of directions here, and that's fine. I was going to say with uh, Pico Can, we want to get to the mainland. Maybe that's something we could ask a few people around the, uh, yeah, the office here. I uh, think so. Squirrel. I think so. Knock, knock. Yep. Let's get the dog that could be the next best greyhound to the mainland. Give the people what they want. Boys, let's talk about the Bendigo Cup now on uh, Friday night. Uh, in Bendigo, of yep. course. Um, <laughs> funnily enough. Funnily enough. And they're not going to do the old Bendigo at Ballarat trick like they're doing uh, elsewhere around the country. Now, Strike a Light out of the eight box, the pink rug, uh, is our favourite at $3.40. Um, second favourite, really pushing Strike a Light, is uh, going to be running just to the left of him, uh, and that's Big Flood at $3.50. So how do you see this one panning out? Is this going to be a real battle from the outside or uh, could something pop up in the in the middle or the inside? Yeah, I think um, when you look at the speed map, Striker Light probably should uh, lead from that box and cut across. Um, 
I think uh, did similar. I can't remember which country cup it was, but it drew the eight and um, got across. Uh, drew out wide at Warnable, didn't it? Yeah, I think yeah. it was Warnable yeah. Cup. So, um, yeah, she, she can definitely handle the eight box. Think she'll lead. Um, there are some really strong dogs in this field that um, will be running her down. Uh, it's just whether they get to her. So Orson Allen, I thought, was an unbelievable run um, in its heat. It's drawn in the four, really wants the rail, um, but it's sort of it's a biggish dog and it pushes its way through. So I thought that was probably a good each-way bet, Orson Allen. But, um, yeah, I think Striker will lead for a long way, and if she can hold on again, well done to her because uh, another country cup in the bag for her. So four twenty five meters. How many? How many turns is that? Bentley goes just that, the one. Just the yeah. one. Yep. yep. It's it's surely not ideal box eight, is it? No, it'll be like for a dog with speed like that, it'll be fine because it'll cut across and mm-hmm. lead. But yeah, if you're a slowish out dog and you're trying to get to the rail and you you've got seven dogs like impeding you, Couldn't it's not knows. ideal at all. But she's got yeah, she's got that burn to get across and uh, get some free air. And big flood sort of being on the left of her is that. He's he's uh, yeah he can go quick as well. Um, pretty like I think he runs about a six fifty five early, um, which would be um, not as quick as Strike a Light, but um, yeah he'll he'll be coming across. But there's some dogs there, um, sort of in the middle there that do want the rail, so he'll he'll get a bit of room. And he's one of those stronger dogs that could run Striker down if uh, if he gets a free run at it. Yeah. Now you mentioned stronger dogs, and this is another bit of a theory, but this one is a bit more serious. A lot of people say, I don't want to be backing a dog on the outside if it's a lot lighter than the dog on the inside. Now, looking at the stats here, Big Flood's almost 35 kilos, Striker Light is 29 and a half. Now, that's a big discrepancy in weight. Um, Striker Light has to, has to get in front of a Big Flood if he doesn't. If she doesn't. Yeah, if she then, doesn't. If she, if she misses a start, it's all over pretty much for her. Mm. So... Um, I'm banking on her with her speed to to cross, but yeah, if you think she's not crossing, um, yeah, you, you wouldn't be going. Oh, but I think she can win. If you think um, she's leading, yep, you'll probably think yep she can win. But yeah, I wouldn't be backing her if you think oh, I've got the speed map wrong. Gunner, anything uh, else in the Triple M Bendigo Cup final? Uh, well, twenty five metres. <laughs> well, I'm tipping Barry Hall won't be calling it. Don't talk about the war, mate. <laughs> These country cups they always attract uh, great heats, and you always get a good final. And the finals are always got speed, speed to burn everywhere. So, as, as Simon said. Uh, Strike light, she can't afford to make a mistake because if she does, there's so many talented quick dogs underneath. Uh, I, I stuck a little bit close to the rail in this one. I thought uh, Vanderwarp was uh, really well drawn. He, uh, There's only the one one-turn track in uh, WA where he's from uh, and it handles Mandra very well. I think if he gets his nose out in front along the rail, uh, he'll, he'll be hard to catch. Um, Aston Duke always needs a little bit of luck but it's got a really big finish. I think it'd probably park in behind the one and the two, and if you could get double figures, probably looked a decent each way bet. Um, Simon touched on Orson Allen. I reckon it'll get the rail behind the mm. the one yeah, and the two. If it gets the rail, watch out, like yeah. because um, it its run home was unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. So if you liked Orson Allen, uh, certainly wouldn't be uh, yeah turning away from it because it looks like it might duck in behind the speed there and get a shot yeah. at him late. So advice here to sort of. Hold fire and wait until just before the race, or is there something you should dive into? Yeah, now it's like, come I think in? at Striker's price at the moment, I wouldn't be taking it. Yeah, I'd, I'd be shopping around for a bit of value. I, uh, on Vanderwarp, I thought he it, 
it must have been his first time looking at the track. He, he, I reckon he got a bit lost. So I can definitely see some improvement in him um, backing up for the second goal at it. Um, so yeah, I'd be shopping around for a bit of value. Uh, maybe yeah, Vanderwall, Borson, Allen around there. If Striker gets out to sort of upwards four fifty five dollars, then yeah, I'd be looking at backing her. With the prices now on the field that has been assembled for the final, I I can't really see the market really honing in on one particular and then yeah. all the others drifting. I reckon the market will just naturally get down to its competitive percentage. So you might just want to hold fire until uh, unless you like something at big odds now. I'd probably hold fire and, until Friday night and just wait for the market to settle a little bit closer to the jump. Magnificent stuff. Now, 9-10 on uh, Friday night, smack bang in the middle of, of the footy half-time. What, yeah, what a time to watch it. Just like they planned it. Yeah, Absolutely. Well done, boys. Let, let's quickly run through our best and lays, uh, in quotation marks there for you, Gunnar, uh, <laughs> and uh, Quaddy, and we'll touch on the non-chasers multi to uh, to wrap it all up and come around the bend. So what's our, our best uh, around the country? A couple of little tippies. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, of course, your lay. Yeah, so uh, both of these at Albion Park tomorrow night. Uh, really liked Jalapeno, race seven, number three. I also liked uh, Trooper Manelli, race six, number one. It's got dynamite stats from box one. Second look at the track, just had no luck last week. I, I think you'll get a, a decent uh, price about uh, Trooper Manelli. So, yep, Trooper Manelli and Jalapeno. Uh, and a lay, I'm laying not available in the final. Um, uh, only if it's around the four dollar mark. If it drifted out to six dollars or something, then you're not going to win many blue ribbons for for laying those. It's you're not a, not a, not exactly Robinson Crusoe. <laughs> uh, so uh, around the mark at the moment, around the four forty mark, I'd I'd be happy to lay it there and out, out to the sort of five dollars. Think it'll need a bit of luck. I like it how you've sort of barreled in and barreled in and gone with another risky lay. You could have just just taken a step back, gone with a hundred to one pop and gone. No, all right. That's oh. not what that's about. No. <laughs> no, good shout. How about you, school? Just a, a couple of tips and uh, a lay for, um, for the weekend. I'll or? tip you one which it's a dog um which has only had one start, um, but I think it could go into the sort of Pico can sort of territory. Ooh. It's um it's out of sweet it is. So this litter's just starting. Um its brother Aston Kamito is one two from two, but this thing it was frightening how good it was um on Sunday. It's in a final at uh, Oh, I know where you're going, I think. Sandown Park, um, tomorrow night. It's called Often Im Im <laughs> Imitated. Sorry, gotta get that out. Often imitated. Uh, it's in box one, race one, Sandown. Um this thing can run a quick first sectional and its run home was just ridiculous. Coming out of sweet it is, it should uh, continue to get better. Um, so, yeah, keep an eye on that one because we could have like a bunch of youngsters that are all uh, unbeaten pretty mm. soon. And yeah. what, what can we get about often imitated? Um, the markets haven't gone up. They'll be going up in the next hour or so. But, yeah, it'll be it'll be odds on. Yeah. Um, probably around the dollar eighty mark, dollar seventy. Yeah, keep an eye out. And boys, quickly, we we like non chasers multi again. We've we've fallen down by a leg. Uh, with yeah, my it was a sake. sickening watch last week. Gosh, couldn't get it done. What are we going with this week for the for the non chasers multi? And a few people getting on it out there, which mm. is which yeah. is which is very good to see. Yeah, certainly had some popularity last week, and um, yeah, we. We're cheering these because we we want to help out the listeners and those that that follow. So we're we're certainly not rubbing our hands together. Happy that we've uh, we've kept the book last week. We want to pay out on these ones. So backing up again this week with another treble place multi. So we're going to go uh, Jalapeno race seven number three at Albion to place into Mapunga Blazer race eight number six to place 
into Tornado Tears in race four tomorrow night at Sandown. A couple of the markets haven't gone up, but we think it's about a dollar eighty for the multi, and we're going to put it up at two fifty again. So, oh, how good's that? Mm. The gunman delivers once more with a beautiful non-traces well, multi. Yeah, well, we, 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 need, we need one. Yeah, we, we, need need one. This, we need this one we to need get one. up. So. We've had three cracks at a place multi, which on paper shouldn't be too difficult. Exactly. But this is a week I can bloody well feel it. <laughs> Let's I hope can, so, Paddy. I can feel it in the uh, the cold Hobart air. <laughs> Boys, as always, uh, a pleasure being on. Thanks, thanks for coming on. We know Squirrel's got a... Uh, run away to a very important <laughs> meeting, he said. Yes, um, absolutely. So we, we won't hold him back any longer. He's got to go and find some money for Jordan to go <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to get to the whole show and bring up the pies. Oh, well, let's makes... bring up the D's. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's steer away from the pudding because the cats are no good at the oh, moment mate, either. There was a lid just taken off and just handed over the non-chasers table to another side. Um, uh, no, it was shocking. Let's uh, let's leave the uh, AFL chat for the <laughs> AFL boys. Over. Yeah, <laughs> um, boys, fantastic stuff as always. Uh, we're on all the uh, podcast networks, iTunes, other ones. I know you're an Android man. Gunner, what's our rank why. now? What are we up to, mate? I haven't had a look. I should have had a look, but in the top thousand, yeah. Mate, oh, come on, mate. We're in the top hundred. <laughs> we've been in the top one fifty, and we mm. are settled in there nicely, mate. We're <laughs> yeah. mid, middle of the pack, getting cozy, and it's, and it's a nice little marathon. We're just going to continue to soar up up the charts, and it's uh, with a, with a, with a new bit of artwork on the on oh, the podcast. Yeah. I'm, now, I'm real worried about this. Which, I'm really which worried about this. It's a little bit apprehensive. Yeah. To send I'm still over apprehensive. So uh, was. Still. Look, out, look out for that. That's exciting stuff. So um, yeah, of course we're, we're on. All I the feel podcasts. like Eddie McGuire when <laughs> Sam Newman's not sitting at the desk on the footy show. Just don't know what's going to come out. <laughs> no, very good stuff. Um, and as always, if you are having a punt on the greyhounds or anything with sports bet, please do so responsibly and uh, enjoy the Winter Cup and the Bendigo Cup action this weekend. Cheers, Thanks, guys. Paddy. Thanks, Paddy. Thanks, Paddy.